There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's funny. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, hello. Uh, this is episode 13 of Bud Pod, the unlucky episode. Well, Put a black cat's lucky paw on your best mirrored ladder. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for some bad luck, everyone. Have you had a bad luck week, Pierre, or is bad luck coming? I think I've had my bad luck. What happened? I lost my lovely headphones. Oh, no. They disappeared. Oh, yeah, this is on your trip back from gigging in Wales. In Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. In in Cardiff, where, where the people were very Welsh. Yeah, they're pretty Welsh in Cardiff. <clears throat> I even heard some Welsh speaking, which is more unusual down south. It is very rare down south. Wait, yeah, yeah, it's a northern thing, isn't it? Oh, it's, there's both. There's both, but like, it's, it's, not, it's certainly, it's certainly I, it's, I don't think it's a city thing. I don't know. But yeah, it's always um, amazing to try and focus your ear on some Welsh, yeah. some audible Welsh. It's quite a, dis, it's quite a disconcerting feeling in the UK because a non-English language spoken by uh, um, a British person is very rare. Yes. And so suddenly it feels like you've, you've been cursed. <laughs> now now, now uh, all the, the, the tongues of men are unintelligible to you kind of thing, like a sort of a Tower of Babel. You may no longer comprehend the language around you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, did I hit my head? And everyone's around you just going, Askri, kara, kara, askri, being cursed at the bus stop. But, Askara, <laughs> but also so rare, not just for a British person to speak a non-English language, but to speak it totally fluently to another British person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To the point where they're both just standing there going, oh yeah, just in a different language having like, what you can see is a normal chat. With no... Commonly identifiable root words like any Latin or Greek words. Yeah, just every, every now and then, oh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, computer. And you go, oh, oh, this language is too old. They didn't have computers. And they have not updated it for the modern world. It is full of ancient wisdoms. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, uh, I don't know. So maybe, maybe that's what happened to your headphones. Maybe they were cursed off you by... <gasps> Merlin has them. By a Cardiffian uh, warlock. Yes. What do you call someone from Cardiff? I, I don't know, actually. Cardish? Cardiffian? A card. A real card. A card. Um, I'm, I'm not so, sure, yeah. I'm sorry you've lost your headphones. They Did, were nice boys as well. Yeah, buying nice headphones is such a... You, can never, you, will, you will never relax for the rest of your life. It's a, Faust, you have, a Faustian pet. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I made a deal with the devil for crystal clear hearing, <laughs> but at any point I could be down 200 pounds. <laughs> That's like uh, nice headphones are the uh, designer sunglasses of the ear. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, my, my week has been uh, not too unlucky, so I'm worried um, that my bad luck is going to happen in the coming week and that I'm going to get milkshaked. Oh, no. 
I'm because gonna... you're running as a... <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to get milkshaked. How funny would it be if you were running as like a Brexit MEP <laughs> for like the, for the London area? That would be so funny. What a, what a right turn. Oh, it'd be left. Oh, it'd be a right turn, yeah. What a yeah. right turn for old Wayne. It would be so odd. It would be such an odd, like, it wouldn't... It would, I'd you... get a lot of publicity for a couple of weeks and then my career would be over. <clears throat> yeah, there's a real chance Because I'd become that guy. And you haven't laid the groundwork to successfully become one of the, quote, only right-wing comedians, end quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would come out of nowhere. It would look very, very cynical and calculated. Yeah. It would look look cynical or there's something quite upsetting about sudden changes in behavior because it implies that you've actually been like this the whole time, if you're being honest. So either it's cynical or if it's sincere, this is just boiled over. Like you've been trying desperately right. to suppress your Brexit partiness for so long that it's exploded and now here you are with a big rosette on your chest. I guess I'm worried that milkshaking is going to extend to even people who are not on the far right. And just everyone. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just worried I'm going to get milkshaked. I th- yeah, I mean... I, I think this is going to become one of the, um, society's leading anxieties. A prank war. Yeah, just... Um, yeah. Did you ever have a prank war at your school that got out of hand? None that I took part in. I, I don't like pranks. I find pranks really stupid. Pranks are, by and large, very bad. Mm. There are very few good pranks. Some are, some are very funny. But they need to be so carefully thought out and contextually interesting. What, what, did you have any good ones? We didn't have good ones. I remember sack tapping got out of hand. Oh, sack tapping. Yeah. Come, yeah, I got sack tapped once. A abso- few times, actually. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, really horrible. If you don't know, uh, listener, it's uh, when someone taps your sack. Uh, yeah, your ball sack there. It's like a light backhanded tap on your nuts. And uh, it got and so the, out of control at school that people were walking around with books and on top of their dicks. But the skill of it is to... Um, tap the sack lightly enough so the initial initial contact doesn't really feel of anything. It feels like nothing. And then it calms around. Yeah, the nausea. Yeah, the, it goes up into your stomach and you get this weird stomach ache. And yeah, it's awful. It's such a unique pain being um, hit in the balls. It's like um, it's it's like the it, it's like the pain version of when you do a shot of whiskey. Right, and right. There's an initial like. Ah, oh, and then no. a slow warming. Uh, you, you go, oh, 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 actually, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Oh, no. no. <laughs> and then, but then you feel the warm, the whiskey, you can feel it spread in your stomach, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. That warmth. Imagine that, it's pain. And instead of your mouth, it was your sack. <laughs> That's how I'd describe it. Anyone listening without a sack? Yeah. Um, would you milkshake anyone? I think I would milkshake someone. I think every, I think every human, Phil, deep in their soul, has a milkshake threshold. I was probably explain milkshaking to um, <gasps> people who are not in the UK. You're correcto. Let me just shut the window because I can imagine there's going to be a lot of traffic soon. Um, uh, okay, so for anyone, we have a couple of American listeners, which is very glamorous. Yeah. So to explain to you, there's been a, a, a phenomenon in the UK recently of people uh, expressing their distaste for further right members of a political yeah. firmament by randomly throwing milkshakes at them in the street. On them? Um, at them and then on them, if they're successful. I, th- I think uh, it's important to be clear that thus far, milkshaking has not involved throwing the container. Ah, okay, okay. It's been a pouring liquid action. So as to minimize any actual Damage. physical trauma. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why I'm more relaxed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, 
having a... It is just pure humiliation, isn't it? It's totally. Not, That's why it's, it's like it's more annoying, right? Because you yeah. can't be like... Like if someone throws an egg at you, you'd be like, that really hurt, actually. Like when you're a kid and <laughs> someone complains. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that, no, that really hurt. You know, it was quite hard, actually. That's the most... Every <clears throat> annoying adult says, says that that way. Mm-hmm. That, no, that really hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, just that, hearing that, that makes me want to scream that that person is a very annoying person. That, that where the snowball had too much ice in it. Yeah, yeah. Don't say that really. Just go, oh, fuck! That's, <laughs> say that like a normal person. Don't, no, that really hurt. That really hurt, What are you, a prefect? <laughs> Ridiculous. Just go, fuck! Oh! You know. Also, like, uh, yeah, so exactly. To avoid that really hurt. Uh, where it's like an egg if it hits you in the eye that could have gone in my eye that's the yeah. next thing they say that really hurt actually <laughs> could have gone in my eye they always say those two things in a row yeah uh, instead of that they just go I'm covered in a dessert yeah <laughs> and that's that's so oh, I'm gonna good. have to wash this yeah and you go yeah well you were gonna have to wash it anyway and yeah. now you have to stop leafleting for your fucking fascist party or whatever it is Tommy Robinson it is, a, it is a good protest because it is very humiliating, but <clears throat> so far down the violence spectrum from what uh, the victims are yeah. campaigning for or, or, or how the victims operate. I've read a, good, uh, read a good article, which I tweeted, which is someone like defending it because they were pointing out that like Ed Miliband got egged mm-hmm. and just like laughed it off, made a joke about it. Arnold Schwarzenegger got egged mm-hmm. when he was campaigning. And well, back in the day, back for in the, California. Back in the day, he got egged. You know what he said? Um, protein. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Listener, send in your best Arnold Schwarzenegger being egged themed comebacks. <laughs> Protein's a good one. What he actually said was, that guy owes me some bacon. Oh, yeah. That's which great. Is good. That's very good. But the article is making the point that these instances of humiliation give us a chance to see who these people really are. Yes. Whereas when Tommy Robinson had some, a little bit of milk on his haircut, he immediately punched a woman in the face or like <laughs> tried to kill that guy and his friend punched the woman in the face and yeah, like yeah, nearly yeah. knocked her out. Well, did you guys... Immediate angry violence. So you go, okay, well. It's almost like he's a convicted football hooligan and mortgage fraudster. Uh, how strange. <laughs> In, when I was in Australia, did you guys get the story about Fraser Anning, the senator there, who got egged by a boy? Egg boy? Yeah, egg boy. Egg, egg, egg boy got here? Oh, egg boy was a global smash. Uh, or at least right. for people who spend too much time on Twitter, like I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the way the Fraser Anning just turned after getting hit, like, the, how quickly he got violent. Yeah. He just turned around and just swung. Yeah. Without even taking a second to comprehend the situation. Yeah. And you go, oh, right, that's what that person is like when... That person is pure you get rage. This flash of honesty. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should. Just, everyone. It's like a ritual now. Mm. At some point, you'll be milkshaked, and in that moment, your truth. But it won't work anymore because people know it's coming. So everyone, they'll be like milkshaking coaches. <laughs> oh, you know, politicians will take milkshake training well, of how to behave when they get milkshake. They'll just be like, it, will it be like in the Matrix, <laughs> where? Where Ed, Ed Miliband is in this kind of infinite white space and <laughs> and uh, Morpheus is just busy sloshing desserts. On yeah, yeah, yeah. All, those, all these racks, all these racks of milkshakes. Yeah. yeah, and he's got to come up with as many sort of dairy. At least it's not a bacon sandwich. Everyone's like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. So now, you're, now you're worried that, but then you you might get milkshake, but you know, then you'll you'll react and we'll meet the real Phil. 
I don't want people to know the real Phil. I you immediately to know take just out how a knife violent, just in yeah. their eye. Just I don't want people to know just how violent I am. <laughs> well, you're a, well, you're a black belt in a martial art. Yeah. Which is a fact that you don't tell people, but I tell people. Which well, is I gained it through some measure of nepotism. Yeah. Um, I knew the um, the instructor. Yeah. My uncle. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I completely earned that black belt, and I do not want to be tested on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just sat there eating eating lollies, and they were like, "Ah, oh, that's the way he's eating the lolly, though." <laughs> You're up to brown belt. Brown belt's high up, isn't it? Brown belt's right below black. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I yeah. mean, there were loads of brown belts who were so much better than me. Well, yeah. Because the 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 these old guys who really took it seriously and didn't want the black belt until they'd really nailed it. Um, Whereas I was like, yeah, I'm going to the UK soon. Can I get, just get a black belt? Can I just have a black belt so I can freak out the natives? <laughs> yeah, that's good. But that's isn't that always the case where like uh, there's that type of person who's like the guy in the fantasy movie who's like, I will, I, I will only call myself a knight when I have defeated every great warrior in the land. Yeah. You go, man, it's a well, I'm, I'm like the worm uh, <laughs> Joffrey one. Yeah, no, I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> give me my black man. <laughs> You'd make a great, like, spoiled king. Yeah? Yeah, well, because it's so not how you behave in the day, if you see what I mean. If you ask some people, that is exactly who I am. Like, Fern Brady is obsessed with the idea that I am uh, a horrible little rich prince. Really? She calls me the Malaysian prince. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Fern Brady for bringing that to the podcast. And in general, hello, Fern. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> But also Fern over eggs, just how much of a an orc she is. I remember that um, she once, I don't know if it was on stage or if it was just after a gig, but she referred to, she tried to, like, she referred to, like, my ancestors as being really fancy. Yours? Yeah. Yeah. But they're just, like, farmers and soldiers who moved to Africa from Italy and France. Uh-huh. Like, they're not fancy. Uh, but because they're from France and Italy, okay. she's like, ooh. But she was like, oh, they're like so fancy, like all these ooh Italian. You know, like, you know, uh, not every Italian is like the Pope or something, right? Like, not every Italian is a uh, Leonardo da Vinci. I think, yeah, that's... like your 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 ancestors could have all been just fucking Berlusconi's. Yeah, gross, horrible troll men. Yeah, <laughs> without even the money. Um, she's she's doing that very British thing of mistaking any diversity in your background for being fancy because in Britain it's fancy to not just be from the same village for a thousand years mm. and I think she's said in the past that she's like as far as she's aware she's just like that just just, yeah, just when, a when, straight when, like every every ancestor from within 10 miles of the well well when I first moved to the UK and I told people I was from Malaysia they'd say like oh ooh, wow Malaysia <laughs> Just from the sound of it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you, you've never, you don't know what I'm talking about. That's that's like no other country has a, a shit part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Every other country is the best bits we've seen extrapolated. To well, we've 100%. We, we've often enjoyed the the adverts for going to Malaysia, where it's just um, it's sort of uh, uh, Malaysian looking guys in sort of formal East Asian dress, like traditional dress, swirling big tablecloths <laughs> over like. Uh, uh, tables that are then like covered in just bowls of loose spice <laughs> yeah. as if that's how you spice your food like you just slap it on top of cooked unspiced food and just uh, like that whole tourism campaign yeah Malaysia ooh and all. <laughs> <laughs> like there are no slums or whatever uh, yeah so I'm worried I'm gonna get milkshake I think you're gonna get milkshake now I hope 
for for something I've said on this podcast. Maybe. You've made fun of people's love of Malaysia. I English people go. <gasps> It's full of the magic of the Orient for me. Throw a big milkshake on you. Nigel Farage got milkshaked yesterday. I don't feel too bad about him getting milkshaked. As long as I don't throw the container. Yes. That's That, that really hurt. <laughs> that really hurt. The, the, the corner got me there. Yeah. That really hurt. The rim of the base could have got me in the eye. Oh, I'm a pilot. I'm a... <laughs> I'm a pilot. I'm, that really hurts. I'm a pilot. I'm not supposed to fly my plane now. I'm not supposed to drink this milkshake now. Visit a land of surprises. Visit a land of unknown treasures. Visit a land of new sights and new sounds and smells. Visit foreign. Go somewhere foreign. Come here. Look how foreign this place is. The food is different, the people smile, and the spices are bright and red. Come, you won't understand what people are saying, but they're all being nice, don't worry. They're saying, oh look, their hair looks good, and they look like they have um, a rewarding profession back home. I'm glad they have visited us here in foreign. Many great deals are available to travel to foreign. Get on a bike and cycle to foreign. Get on a plane and fly to foreign. (laughs) You will not be disappointed when you discover the mysteries of abroad. Uh, £900. Um... Something pretty shocking happened to me the other... Uh, no, well, it didn't happen to me. It happened around me. Shocking? Yeah, it was quite shocking, I suppose. I was, um, uh, it was Friday night. I had two gigs in London. First one was in King's Cross. Second was in Shepherd's Bush. I got on the tube uh-huh. from King's Cross after doing the first one. That's a, quite an easy double. Very nice. Just yeah. on the Hemsworth and City Line. Chugga, 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 chug. Yeah. When we got to Edgware Road... Uh, oh, well. Sorry, before this. I, I bumped into someone from university... Uh, on the King, tube? Yeah, on the tube. And so we were like, oh, hey. So we just sort of sat together and just caught up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we got to Edgware Road. And as we're chatting, uh, we hear um, a guy at the end of uh, the carriage start speaking out loud, which happens a lot. You know, um, homeless, you know homeless people, they, they do um, a speech or they make an appeal at the end of a carriage and then walk through to collect money from anyone who wants to give them any money. Yeah. And so I was chatting to uh, uh, this uni... Uh, pal and at the end of the carriage this guy starts and ladies and gentlemen uh, look I know this is really embarrassing and everyone just kind of drops their shoulders in that way they go oh, here we go and the guy go, continues I know this is really embarrassing but I fucked a dog what I fucked a dog I when I was a child I fucked a dog what and, and everyone just goes <gasps> That is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, everyone's just like, if you can just feel, you can, I didn't know you could hear people's eyebrows go up, but they were just like, <laughs> and he's furious and he's, I look over and he's really tall, lanky guy, very like droopy clothes. Everything's like dirty and hanging off him. And he goes, I fucked a dog when I was young. I fucked a dog. And now look at me, but to, I didn't come. 
I didn't come, and the dog didn't come in me. I fucked the dog, and he just starts running down the carriage past everyone. I fucked a dog, and everyone's like, look, doesn't know where to look. Everyone's, going, everyone's like, ah, 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 ah. Everyone's just looking around, trying to look at the floor, and he's like, I fucked it up, but it didn't come. It didn't come, and he runs up to, down to the end of the carriage, and he's gra- just looking at these final few people at the end of the carriage, and they're just. I've never seen people look at the floor so hard. Oh my god! But he's just hovering over them. I fucked a dog, but it didn't come in me. It came on the tree. It came on a tr- up a tree. <laughs> and then he takes a couple of beads, and everyone's just like, "Oh my god!" And there's like two seconds of silence, and he goes, "So if anyone has any money." <laughs> And I'm like, holy shit! And and he starts like, you're hired. And like the human in me is thinking that is fucking horrible, but the performer in me is thinking, yeah, you gotta have an edge. You gotta you gotta find a way of standing out from a saturated market these days, Phil. You've got to have an edge. You've got to have a thing. USP, unique selling point. And I, I started thinking about like the other... Re- the he really just immediately went into the do you have any money? Yeah, pretty much. Jesus like help a, help a guy out. Christ. I fucked a dog, so it if you have any... It didn't come I, But I me. didn't come, so it wasn't so bad. But And I just started thinking about like... Did, did the other like homeless people talk about this guy? Like, whoa, have you heard what George's been doing? <laughs> I mean, it's out there. It's... Uh, if you ask me, it's just not proper, proper begging. It's not. Yeah, it's. It's this new alternative begging you've heard about. Yeah, the alternative to begging. Oh. I, mean, well. <laughs> I was like, whoa, That's that is intense. Astonishing. And 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 you don't get that really in London. Something like that's like New York subway. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. You very rarely get. Get, crazy in London. Yeah. You just get begging. Yeah. And even then, less than, say, New York. Absolutely. I mean, New York, if you go on the New York subway after, like, 10 p.m., that guy is every person, the, pretty much. The New York subway after 10 p.m., or it's, even in the day, in my limited experience, is like a haunted carnival. Oh, it's absolutely ghastly. I've never seen a western city with so many people eating out of bins. Mm. Or, or so many people who... Should be in a psychiatric ward. Oh, like they, they they should have got them in a big dog catching net, like a fucking cartoon. Like these people need to be in a building, being examined and medicated, not fucking wandering about screaming about dogs. But mm. maybe, but that guy went straight back to lucidity, right? Like it was still to ask for money. He 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 returned to some amount of lucidity, but not enough lucidity to go. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> 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 that would have been so much creepier, though. right? <laughs> If he'd immediately straightened his tie and been like, oh, good, good gracious. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, was, I don't know what came over me. Mondays, right? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, well, the, I mean, it was Friday. I guess the dog came over me. Uh, <laughs> or was it the tree? The dog came on the tree. came on the tree. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of... I that's, mean, that's the detail that made me think his story is real. Right, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. No, no one would think to make that up, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we actually disbelieve the story. What is the link between homelessness and childhood sexual experiments of the dog? That's a study that has yet to be written. Mm. What an insane thing! Yeah, and so yeah, uh, that was in, it was intense. And, and that, so and then so the next day I got to in Shepherd's Bush. I told the story, and everyone was like, "Whoa, 
and um, seem to enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's a mad story, and in the context of uh, a stand-up gig, it worked. And then the next day, I told it um, at the dinner table at my friend's <laughs> wedding, and it didn't work as well. <laughs> that is one of the, that's the great danger of doing stand-up, is you start to lose... <laughs> uh, you, you lose any concept of... Anyway, you, to the bride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, really didn't go down as well no. as I thought it would at the wedding. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Coming in, here we go, letters, tweets, extra sentences, emails, emails, tweets, Correspondence. We've been getting some stuff through from you fuckers. Thank you for that. It's nice, affectionate. Don't be one of those people, Phil. Don't be offended. Oh yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. That really hurt, actually. That really hurt, actually. <laughs> um, thank you very much from Charlie K, to Charlie K, rather, uh, who just said, um, uh, she, she says, uh, me bringing bin bags into the mainstream. She sent me a screenshot of some texts to her friend. Oh, this is your, your, your word bin bags. Yeah. Or something that is bad. Yeah, I, I've started, I think, I've started saying it in my mind about things. That's a bit bin bags. <laughs> but you came up did, is it from anywhere as far as I know I came up with it okay I don't think it's from anywhere I bet like with all great inventions there's someone in Croatia who's also come up with it just yeah. at the same time and he's he's like he's gonna be really like rediscovered in a hundred years as this yeah. unappreciated yeah yeah there's gonna be a whole social justice campaign yeah there's some really annoying Twitter thread like you might think that Pierre, Pierre, Pierre Novelli came out with the bin bags well, well sit your ass down well, and listen to this well strap in for <laughs> yeah. the knowledge dildo is gonna Fuck your eye holes oh, out and sassy bitch emoji, boodly doodly. People are the worst. Anyway. It's gross. So. So, um, I started saying it to replace poop hats. Okay. Because I kept saying. Because you're growing up. I'm. Gr- <laughs> 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 you're maturing I'm, at last. I'm growing up. And I can't keep saying that uh, uh, Justice League was poop hats. <laughs> I'm now saying it was bin bags. I'm just going, oh, that's absolute bin bags. And the idea that it's not even rubbish, it's like the container, I don't know. It's fun right. to say, it's the alliteration. It's also, yeah, and it's <clears> also <throat> the plurality of it. Bin bags. Yeah. And not saying some bin bags. 
that it's conceptually bin bags. It is bin bags, yeah. So she, uh, the text is, she says, uh, um, she says, I have a new favorite thing to say from Bud Pod. It's bin bags. Mm-hmm. Her friend says, what? <laughs> and she says, like, oh, I had a bin bags day. Oh, this is a text conversation. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and right. her friend goes, oh, as in like, that was bin bags. Like that film was bin bags. And then her friend goes, the current season of Game of Thrones is bin bags. Yeah. And she goes, yes, very bin bags. Right. So that's, um, that's Charlie Kay's opinion on the got, got, on Jota. Um, I don't mind Game of Thrones uh, series eight. I think I'm just relieved that it's ending. It's I'm, just, one... I'm just so relieved to have one less thing to keep track of. <laughs> I was about to say one less job. Yeah, that's the thing. With it feels t- like finishing school. <laughs> and and I I got the same feeling as at the end at the end of school. People were like sad, like oh no, my friends are going. It's like and I was just there going, but school's finished. <laughs> this is better than any friendship you will ever make. <laughs> Freedom. Yeah, it's better. What was wrong with you? I'm going I... to miss everyone in prison. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> You're free, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this doesn't matter at all in comparison to being oh, free. That's so funny. The um, To finish the most oppressed mo- period of your life. Where you bet you're almost in the army. It's, like, <laughs> it's, the, like, it's, it's as close to military life as you're going to get. And you're sad. You have to wear a tie. You're a child in a tie. <laughs> it's perverse. It's weird. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Game of Thrones. I'm just I'm I'm relieved that it's over. Don't worry, no spoilers if you've not seen it. Yeah. I I get very annoyed uh, about the old spoiler thing as well. So don't worry about it's, that. It's a th- it's like I I'm, I can't wait to not have to worry about these fucking people. If if you want to shock yourself, Phil and the listener, go and find a picture of Tyrion Lannister. From season like one, uh huh. That guy looks forty years younger than he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His face right now be craggy. Yeah, he's he's, really, he's a barmaid. Crag face, like you wouldn't believe. He's yeah. like an ancient. His face is as craggly and wrinkly as the face of any South American coffee seller on the wall of a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's craggly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so people have been saying um, bin bags, which is great. People have started to say bin bags, and that's very pleasing. Um, so, uh, we, we uh, also got a lot of emails in general. From I've, had, I've now um, had work emails that signed off, keep jacking it. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it really backfired, didn't it's it? So it's. <laughs> I just replied, "No." <laughs> Keep uh, jacking it from your with... mortgage advisor. <laughs> <sighs> Again, That's it... so funny. Yeah. All right. Frank gets in touch. Hi, Frank. Hello, peas in the bud. Keep bu- it short. Keep it short. Hello, peas in the bud pod. Uh, yep, lovely, very That's nice. That's nice. Just wanted to share with you the tale of an okay thank you that has haunted me since my university days. Oh, lovely. An academic. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, during my first year of uni in one of my minor subjects, cultural studies, whatever that is, he says. And uh, I don't I, think that's minor. Cultural studies. Does that pretty Isn't that everything? All cult? art? Yeah, it's pretty, that's a broad. That is vague. Yeah. Uh, we were tasked with one of the uncoolest cool things, <laughs> a PowerPoint presentation. Uh... Has, can a PowerPoint presentation be cool in the first place? I, I guess know. you're surfing the the information uh, superhighway, super highway, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Never surf on the highway. It's very dangerous. Uh, I was due to give mine, my presentation, in week six okay. of term. 
So I had ample time to bang it together and not worry about it. Lovely. Uh, the day the presentation came, I was fairly relaxed about it. I'd hit all the key points. I'd changed the generic font. Very nice. Yes. Papyrus. Impact. What will it be? Show them you've put in some, some thought. Put some color in there. Uh, I'd done an extremely mediocre job. <laughs> All previous presentations, no matter what the standard, had received a well done from the lecturer. And there were some extremely low standards, he says. Some of his friends were binbags. <laughs> and a compulsory round of applause from other students. Oh, gosh. Mm. So I had that to look forward to. I delivered my presentation just slightly above half-heartedly and managed to get through all my notes, and it felt like it had gone fine. Turning to the lecturer... Uh, waiting for the praise to wash over me and my humble face prepared for the applause. That is a funny face. The face you, the face you put on anti- anticipating approval. Yeah. I An- was anticipating something you're going to have to downplay for the sake of humility. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to in- pretend not to enjoy this. Uh, turning to the lecturer, waiting for praise to wash over me and my humble face prepared for the applause. I was met with Okay, thank you. <laughs> Silence. And I had to shuffle back to my seat. It still haunts me to this very day. I was the only one from the entire class that didn't get a well done. That okay, thank you stung. <laughs> Love the podcast, keep jacking it. Oh, no! But, but that, that is really funny for everyone to get praise. Well but done. Like, but also, like, the, when something is so unanimously bad that everyone silently agrees, we're not going to cheer this. Yeah. If there's an understanding, a tacit understanding that that was bad, uh, completely unambiguously. And also that, like, we've all clapped for everyone, but that was so bad, not one of us feels that justice needs to be done. We've all silently, telepathically decided that there will be no clapping for you. <laughs> yeah, that's I want to see that presentation. I actually am fascinated to... Frank, what was it about? What part of all... It was about human, culture. All human culture. Do you think he just stood up and he went, uh, weaving uh, a play, um, pencil sketches, they just listed. Maybe it was baffling. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Just, like, silent, just silently walking back to the seats. Okay, next one. Yeah, uh, quick, quick one from Adam. Oh, hi, Adam. Hey, Bud Pod Buds. It's like my mum always says: there are two kinds of people in this world: wankers and liars. Okay. Right. Keep on jacking, Adam. Uh, Is that it? That's it. There's only two types of people in this world: wankers and liars. As in, like people who who jack. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's about how um, uh, we were t- talking last time about how wanking is the. The thing where you... It's the, the no- most normal... The weirdest normal thing. The weirdest normal thing. That's weirdest right. Thing. That's a good category. We should do We should do that. Uh, Henry gets in touch. Hi, P-Buds. Oh, hey, Henry. Uh, I, uh, or Harry, which is an insane shortening of Henry. I think Henry was the one who said keep jacking it. I think he invented oh, really? it. Oh, really? Um, or maybe he's... In, maybe... Well, thanks a lot, Henry. Yeah. He says, I apologize that okay. my well-intentioned email has resulted in the unwanted and actively disliked catchphrase. <laughs> However, I'd like to express my delight that my love of bashing the bishop has <laughs> become so intimately linked with the podcast as to become an unofficial catchphrase. <laughs> Keep jacking it. No. Phil, you may remember someone tweeting you about having the same shoes as you at one of your works in progresses at King's Cross. I'm looking for some new ones, and I thought I'd see what you're currently repping. Oh, I'm I'm wearing uh, New Balances, 
three seven threes. They're just very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I I put off getting New Balances because they've got a fucking N on them. Like uh, they're called New Balances, and their logo is an N. Like it's a big N. Yeah, just a big N or a sideways Z. Yeah, that's it. Actually, from yeah. some angles, it looks like my my feet are sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil. Oh, Phil. We've ha- we've got some messages. We've got another message from the slow plopper. Oh God. Yeah. Okay, so to k- get around up to date, we Pear and I have a close friend uh, who poos slower than any human has ever lived because he genuinely believes that it's bad for you to squeeze it out and that it has to fall out of you naturally. That, by that, erosion. That if your natural muscles don't do it on on its on their own, mm-hmm. it's it, in my head. It's the equivalent of holding in piss until it bursts out. Yeah, it is insane. But and okay, what what's he said now? Dear Phil and Pierre, and and, and this is going to be hard to read. Okay, because it's all in capitals. Great, and it's mad gibberish like it was last time. Dear Phil and Pierre, been on holidays, so just caught up with your Weasley podcast episode eleven. You'll catch it. You'll catch it. It's done now. It's finished. Having a plop at me, welding a sword What's like a finished? real man. What's finished? The, the, the holiday or our <laughs> podcast? First thinks this, Phil. You make me laugh having a plop. Just because I was learning to defend myself with a stick over the park. Whist you were busy rubbing a calculator all over your face in a hair condition room, crying because nobody licked you because you licked like Dexter's lab. Oh my god, what's he talking about? Because we're talking about him spinning the sticks. Spinning oh the umbrella. yeah, spinning his, his, his spinning umbrella. His swords, yeah. Second thinks, second thinks, why taunt a man who can slay thee with a blade? You're for it, both of you are for it, and by it I mean death by blades. What's an uncool cool think it's uncool Phil not having a head? It's cool if I lop it off with a plastic tube from Matalan, slow but nice and great. Ho, 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 I'm imagining it now, what a wheeze. Ho, oh, ho, don't say I didn't warn you, lop, lop, lop. Eterallo and Dorenno Utilian. I don't even know what that is. I can feel us losing listeners every time, every time you read one of his emails. I can feel people turning off and unsubscribing. What's that? It's Aragorn's coronation oath. Have that, you fucking pair of scutters. Watch out. Scutters. Sloppu is how he signs off. Oh my god! Please stop sending those in. <laughs> Horrible, that was nonsensical garbage. Absolutely mad gibberish. And it, we, we will not stop. It just means he's going to keep writing in. Um, we will not stop saying you're supposed to squeeze your poos out. You have muscles <laughs> in there for that purpose. <laughs> God's sake! Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, um, hello. Yes. Uh, is that is that the Rispica? I'm calling the... Is it RSPCA? Or Rispica? The Rispica... I... Hello, Rispica... Rispica... I am... It's Marjorie here. Um, I'm in the woods, and, um, I, I was on a hike, um, in my, in my special shoes, uh, from my wedding. And I was hiking, uh, for nostalgia reasons, in the woods, um... And I'm calling because I know I know that you're the animal people, and I don't think it's a matter for the police because I don't think it, anything's been done wrong. But I think I saw the Bigfoot, um, and I don't want the police to have the Bigfoot because they're small-minded, possibly. And the Bigfoot is an animal, and you're the animal people, so that's why I'm calling. And I saw him, and he had a Bigfoot, 
And it wasn't like, it wasn't the biggest foot I've ever seen. But it was too big for his body. And he was like a big, um, an L. And he was in the woods in Harry. And he was making a barbecue. But it was um, outside of the normal barbecue area. That's why I was suspicious. And it was a tray, silver tray with the coals. But he wasn't, he was cooking, it was an apple. He was then put an apple in half and was cooking it. And that's what I'm calling about, because I think the Bigfoot shouldn't be doing that. I assume his diet is more, more carnivorous. And he's cooking apples. And I'm worried someone's got to him. Someone's got to Bigfoot and made him a vegan. And he doesn't have that understanding of his own dietary requirements. He might not be the same as a person. Like, you're not supposed to have a vegan cat. And maybe he's going to be sick. And as soon as we discover him, he dies, because he's afraid of beef now. Anyway, um, I hope you can find me. I don't know where I am. I'm in the woods. On an unrelated note, we have a, a message in from our friend George. Oh, yeah. Hello, lads, he says. Oh, what's George saying? It's me, your long-term friend and mine. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Actor and sometimes sketch comedian George Foraker's. Absolutely love the show, lads, as you know, but I think you need to give some careful thought to the demographic you're attracting with the subject matter. Every time I tune in, I get a creeping feeling that each episode contains a niche bit of depraved sexual titillation, usually by Phil. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's the obvious example of humiliation by German poo categorizer. That was a, I remember that one. Yeah, that was, uh, that was Bud Poo, the yeah. infamous Bud Poo episode. Uh, but also more subtle things, like <laughs> Phil pooing quietly onto a cloth. But that's the same episode. Phil chopping up said poo kneeling on the floor. That's the same episode. Phil covered in his own jizz. Having been caught off guard by a fellow dorm- okay, dormitory boy. Okay, to be fair, that, that could be any episode. Phil having his toenails perfected. Talking about which type of piss <laughs> is the stinkiest. Not the fresh kind, insists Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Phil demanding he has a squeaky clean bum bum all the time, at all times. I don't mean to kink shame anyone, but having been friends with both of you for ten years... I thought I'd give you a gentle heads up in case some well-meaning deviant starts sending you some absolutely appalling home-drawn fan art. Especially now that you're literally encouraging people to keep checking it. I'm not. I'm not encouraging people. <laughs> oh, that's great. I didn't realise quite how many fetishes your content is. I'm just, I'm just talking about piss and poo, which we do every episode. Is, I think and it's fucking more... dogs now. Uh, but that wasn't me. And I said it was mad. Uh, George says, okay, thank you. Keep up the good work. And he signs off, best wishes to you, pair of professional pod pilots. See you soon for a smooth, thick, disgusting glass of Lucky Kentucky. Ugh, what is that? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Kentucky from last year. your uh, own brand. My own brand of I um, like that you, your mind was so in the gutter. Well, also you thought that Lucky Kentucky meant... God knows. Yeah, God no, knows. sorry. Lucky Kentucky is a, a, a delicious brand of uh, bourbon. It's the, it's the octopus eggs, I guess. Oh, it's got octopus eggs in it. <laughs> Uh, Charlie gets in touch hello postage and packaging lovely that's good yeah I like that one loving the bud pod so far I have a question for you both what are your favourite albums I would love to know albums like musical albums I, I or like albums mean... of childhood photographs <laughs> well for well for me it's uh, 1999 uh, favourite albums music albums well I mean that's a big question yeah I'm not really one I'm not really someone who talks about uh music or albums in that way I, I'm always very envious of people who are like oh that's a great album I go oh yeah is this song on it I like that song yeah I wish I, I feel knew like more. a real stooge I, I know that I am as a music fan to music mm. what, what some people are to comedy and those people make me frustrated right 
Because just they're amazing. like, oh, is that good? Is that good comedy? Yeah. And the, oh, I don't really, I don't really, the kind of people who don't remember the names of comedians, I don't know the names of anyone in a band. I just know the name of the band. Sure. You know. Although on that note, um, um, <laughs> shout out to um, my own radio show that went out on Sunday night. It's yes. called Wangsplaining. So yes. please check that out on BBC Sounds and give it a listen. Phil's favorite album is Wangsplaining on BBC Sounds. Well, no, the music on it is by a Singaporean musician called Fox, spelled F-A-U-X-E. And he's got an album called Iklas, I-K-H-L-A-S. And that's on Spotify, and it's a beautiful album. So Ooh, check that out. That's very nice. It's like he's uh, he's re- remixed of Malaysian folk songs and stuff. Cool. With new beats, and it's brilliant. Well, on that note, in fact, it's one of my favorite albums at the moment, Charlie. Uh, Trials of Cato, that folk band I was playing, you and George. Oh, yes, they're um, good. They're really good. They have an album uh, called Hide and Hair, and it's a sort of modern folk uh, with a couple of covers. Hide and Hair by the Trials of Cato. They're a, a, a lovely new folk band, and they're really lovely boys. Yeah. Um, so I guess we have albums we like. But I, yeah. I've never, I mean, Abbey Road by the Beatles is about as good an album as I can imagine. Also, like, I have albums where I love them, but I don't think that you will, you know? Like, yeah. I don't think that it's somehow an, a, an objective quality, and often I love them for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Even if they now I think they're a bit bin bags. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm a big Marilyn Manson fan. Uh huh. In I general, never, I never gave her a chance. <laughs> She's a beautiful, talented woman, uh-huh. Marilyn Manson. Uh, Charlie also has a libertarian, authoritarian thought. Every citizen is giving. I have thought this. Is this a libertarian? Or Charlie, authoritarian I have thought one? this. Which one is this? Every citizen is giving a, given a metal straw at birth, and it's theirs to use for the rest of their life. You get one. This is authoritarian. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I've, I've. You get one free replacement. I think this could reduce plastic waste. I've thought of the metal straw. In my head, Charlie, it was on a necklace. That's lovely. That's like a little flute to it. Like you're in, like, <laughs> a, like you're a sommelier. They've got that weird chalice around their neck sure, on a sure. chain. Yeah. Uh, like a little ritual thing. Imagine if everyone had a necklace with a little toot toot straw. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, I think it would be cool. And you're like, you could pass them down. This was my grandfather's milkshake straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I, he threw I, his milkshake at a Nazi. It's, it, it has been suggested, semi-jokingly, that we all should carry our own straws. Yeah, but then I guess people would be like, well, we have to mine loads of metal now. Sure. And that's bad like, for the ground. But I sure. think it's fine for the ground. Uh, but I haven't costed it, frankly. Uh... Quick one from David. Hey, Puff Buddies. Puff Buddies? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Been enjoying the pod since the heady days of episode one. Wow. David was right fucking in there, like a legend. Just a quick weird unweird for you. Oh, it's catchy. Weird oh. unweird. Okay. Like weird as normal thing? Oh, weird as normal thing. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. The eating of eggs. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you, Dave. I did uh, a, st- um, a show on Sunday with a comedian who carries around a cooler with hard-boiled eggs in it. Okay, let's stop that story immediately. You Say that again. You did a gig with a comedian uh, yep. who has a cooler. Yeah, he carries around. I, I won't say his name in case he doesn't want people to know. He seemed perfectly happy. He to shouldn't want people to know. Um, he can, brings on a he's cooler. carrying around a cooler full of farts. Full of um, uh, hard-boiled eggs. And How many? He, so he's got a carton of them in there, but instead of, like, eggs... Like raw eggs, they are hard-boiled eggs. Like a prank, almost. Yeah, yeah. So he'll take them out, and he'll salt them, and he'll eat them, and he'll go do a gig. And it's absolutely repulsive. And you, so you don't odd. like eggs, though? I love eggs. Oh. I just find that, like, wheeling around a cooler with a little fake punnet of eggs. 
I, but I always forget how much I like a boiled egg until I have one. I'm like, oh, this is a bit gross. I have one. I was like, actually, that was brilliant. I think I, I think that it's like not a food for just in public because it's like... Yeah, it makes little, you look insane. It makes you look like a character in a film who's going to kill at some point. Mm. It smells like farts. It does smell like farts. There's there's shell. There's bits of shell. There's an element that of clean up to that. You've sure. got to peel it and it's a bit like visceral. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? How do they justify this? Um, it's good for you. High, high protein. Yeah, but just eat your meals when it's meal time. How busy are you that you have a well, coo- the you have time to boil six eggs and arrange them in back in their own packaging? Well, it's just like people bringing packed lunches. That's <laughs> so eating eggs is the weird. Well, why does uh, David think it's weird? That's it. He just says eating eggs. Oh, okay, like it's an odd, like uh, I, I guess, like conceptually, it's quite odd. It's very common in nature. I get very annoyed with people like, ugh, those are chicken periods. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, steaks are animal muscles. Well, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. This is life. This is <laughs> animals eat each other. Yeah. What's Have you not seen that you? yet? Also, uh, it isn't because chicken and people are different. <laughs> no, Phil. Everything is the same. <laughs> it's important to remember that everything is the same and all good things are bad, actually. And all bad things are actually good. If you can draw a tiny element of parallel between those between two seemingly different things, yeah. they're basically the same. Yes. Yeah. There's been a lot of that. Nigel Farage being hit by a milkshake is the same as an assassin killing <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite charity worker mm-hmm. tomorrow. Everything is the same. But it isn't. Nothing is different. Things yeah. are the same. The amount of times I, have to, I feel I have to tell people <laughs> it is okay to have double standards about two things that are different. <laughs> <laughs> People have completely lost touch. Oh, oh, see, like, like uh, in my show where I talk about the the double standards thing with like, oh, you'd you'd eat a chicken but not a dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you'd breastfeed your own child but you won't breastfeed my friend Colin. <laughs> yeah. And they're both hungry humans and they yeah. both need your help. And you know, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Everything's made up. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Zara gets in touch, and I won't say her name, but it's a hell of a name. It's a, one of those complicated names that can only arise from, I don't know, diplomacy. Let me see. Have a little look at that name. Ooh! <laughs> okay, Her parents have been about. Yeah, I can't help but feel Phil is overplaying it somewhat there, but never mind. Wow! Uh, hi, PP boys. Yeah. I think it's fair enough that we're PP boys. Hope you're well. Just coming at you with some thoughts I've been having during my exams. The level of influence this part has had on me really struck me. When I oh open, she's gonna fail her exams. <laughs> That's what Sorry, she's Zara. she's gonna walk up and down a tube carriage. When I was young, I listened to a podcast and I failed my exams. I fucked my exams. <laughs> I fucked my exams. The um, the level of influence this pod has had on me really struck me when I opened one of my exam papers. Didn't like the question, and all I could think was. Uh, of an extremely exasperated I'm a pilot I can't possibly answer this <laughs> also uh, I got me thinking uh, coolest uncle thing invigilators yeah they are kind of cool I kind of thought invigilators yeah. are cool Says, I know but hear me out sure they're kind of fusty and universally scorned but I think it's the most baller thing that they get to flex their freedom and get paid for it in a room full of discontented I, youth. I think that's one of my favorite ever coolest and cool things because yeah. that, that is spot on. Because you think, oh, what a dork. But also, you see these teachers who are like usually like supply teachers. Yeah. Suddenly, in this new powerful light, yeah. you're like, wow, Mr. Davis actually has got something to him now that he, he's got a swagger I didn't see it before. Yeah. He's, he's, in, he's instilling the fear of God in these people. Yeah. That's really good. That's Pen, a good one. Pens down. 
I'm just finishing this. Pen, pens down. Yeah. Finish the exam. Yeah. Time's up. That's a good cool. That's a good one. Uh, it's the ultimate power move, she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be bad shit, but just a thought. Anyway, totally love the pods. I keep going. Okay, thank you, Zara. Okay. That was thank good. You. Thank you, Zara. That's a good one, yeah. A very good one. Um, and of course, a lovely email from Gunnar Garais, who says he'd love to discuss a business opportunity with us. <laughs> 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 and uh, he's offering us paper, click. His primary focus is to generate sales through clients through online marketing. Uh, so it's, thank you, Gunnar. Yes, please, more of those um, guys. Do, yeah, please. Love hearing from you. We would love to se- uh, generate more clicks through online marketing to sell shirts that say keep jacking it, I guess. Imagine if we, if we got an email like that that was obviously spam and then at the end was keep jacking it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! He meant it. This is a real guy. If you got, started getting Nigerian prince emails with keep jacking it at the bottom. <laughs> oh, Dear... Dear Sir, Madam, we am looking for a trusted person for the transfer of over a million pounds dollars sterling of inheritance money. I am a general from the... Just on and on and on. <laughs> Keep jacking it! Right at the end. Oh, yeah? <laughs> My coolest uncool thing is people not believing me. Me <laughs> <laughs> and my baby having fun on the dark web me and my baby looking for drugs on the dark web we're gonna get some drugs we're gonna buy some guns we're gonna have a lot of fun on the dark web oh the dark web i got a pocket full of cryptocurrency i'm gonna spend it on stuff they're not gonna jail me because you can't be traced on the dark web. I'm not really sure I've not done enough research on, on the dark web. Gonna buy some gross stuff on the dark web. Ooh, it's horrible. I shouldn't have seen that right there. Oh dear, that wasn't meant for human eyes. But I'm in too deep. I'm gonna buy some guns. I'm gonna. Buy some bombs and buy some drugs on the dark web. Oh, 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 the dark web. I'm gonna go to jail on the dark web. Mm. I've really failed on the dark web. Yeah. But at least I know where to buy high quality CBD. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that was episode 13 episode 13 we got through it we did it the the the, the, the i'm trying to think of more bad luck stuff um, uh ooh. the uh, opening ooh. umbrella indoors we we opened the we, umbrella indoors and we passed a knife from one hand to another is that yeah. well, is that unlucky yeah to pass between to hand, your own hands. To hand someone a blade. How are you supposed to give people's knives? Put it on the table. Is it? Yeah. I never used to think that. And then someone in my art class when I was in high school said it. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. Now my brain will think that too. Well, it's good because it's just practical. A lot of people got stabbed in the hand. Very and they went, practical. you know what? This is bad luck. Yeah. And also, it's almost like if they use the knife to murder someone, right? You can be like, I just put it on the table. Right, 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 right. 
Yeah, 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 okay. I don't feel bad about that. Well, Pia and I have been passing a knife between each other for an hour. <laughs> We've been juggling. Yeah. We've been juggling three knives. It's been so much bad luck generated. Yeah. Uh, but that's we... fine. We hope that you guys don't have the bad luck we're going to have. Hope you, I hope you all don't get milkshaked. Um, Good luck out there. A lot of milkshakes. Unless you deserve milkshaking. If you deserve a milkshaking, I really hope you get milkshaked, and I hope it's the silliest flavor. But do still keep listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you. Yes, please. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.